Welcome to My Fair Katie, a film review podcast. I, Katie Schmuck, watch movies with my dad. That'd be me, Scott Schimmick. Together we will dive into sometimes deep, but hopefully always fun, discussions of classic films. Today's movie is Rocky. You have a ringside seat for the bloodiest bicentennial in history. How many bicentennials were there? <laughs> as far as I know, just the one. And how bloody were the other ones? <laughs> Apparently, moderately bloody, (laughs) since this would be the bloodiest. Meet the Italian Stallion, a small-time guy with big-time guts who yearns to be a hero just once. Is that representative of the movie? A little bit. A little bit? I think it's more of the classic, though. Yeah. His whole life has been a million-to-one shot. Now, Rocky Balboa is about to show the world that he's one in a million. That's on my poster. <laughs> so, yeah, it's more of the class. Yeah. Yeah, These are all from posters. That's where I get them. Well, the last one's the best one. Yeah, the last one's the best one. So Rocky is really the first modern sports movie. It's the first sports movie that goes through these tropes that we see in sports movies that come afterward. So it's the underdog who overcomes the obstacles and, well, what's different is that he doesn't actually win in the end, but he wins. And we'll get to that. Yeah. (laughs) You could say it. Self-respect. Self-respect. But most importantly, it set the stage for the montage. And we all love a good montage. Rocky stars Sylvester Stallone as Rocky Balboa, a down-on-his-luck boxer grinding out the most meager of livings. Talia Shire, coming off her role as Michael Corleone's sister in The Godfather, plays Adrian, a painfully shy pet shop employee. Burgess Meredith shines as the gruff trainer Mickey, and Burt Young plays Rocky friend and Adrian's brother, the blowhard with a heart of gold, as we learn in later movies, Polly and... Carl Weathers, weighing in at 210 pounds, undefeated in 46 fights, the heavyweight champion of the world, the master of disaster, Apollo Creed. That was a bit extra. (laughs) Why didn't Rocky get a title like that? He well, he's Rocky Balboa, the Italian stallion. He's not the heavyweight champion of the world. He is in the next movie. And then the movie after that for a bit, and then the movie after that. For a bit. What do you mean for a bit? Well he retires. Yeah, but he's that's the majority of the movie. Wait. Wait, we'll get to it. Okay, see. Sylvester Stallone also wrote the script. He wrote the script in two and a half days. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really amazing. Yeah. Rocky was directed by John G. Evelson, who mostly had a Mac career, except for making two of the greatest sports movies of all time. The greatest, Rocky, and, well, no, I take that back. Don't take it back. I'm taking it back. The second greatest, Rocky. We'll get to the greatest later this season. Oh, okay. (laughs) Wait. No, I thought you meant that Rocky was the second greatest Rocky. But Rocky's the second greatest Rocky? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you were a big fan of Mr. T's movie. Oh, I love Mr. T. Oh, I, I, I love Clubber Lang. But no, 
I'm talking about a movie that we're gonna do later this season. And he also, getting back to the point, John G. Evelson <laughs> also directed The Karate Kid. The movie starts with Rocky fighting Spider Rico in a local church. The fighting is brutal and raw. For his efforts, Rocky nets $40. We see how desperate Rocky is as he walks home to a sad apartment, despite having two turtles as pets and a fish. Moby Dick. The next morning, Rocky, looking beaten up but not yet beaten down, chats with Adrian at the pet shop, trying some corny jokes. Then we get to see how Rocky makes his meager ends meet by roughing up people who owe money to gangsters. Later, Rocky goes to the gym to find out his locker has been given to a younger, more promising boxer. He confronts Mickey, the girlfriend trainer, but it doesn't matter. Rocky is out on his cauliflowered ear. He meets his friend Polly for a beer. Polly offers to set him up with his sister Adrian from the pet shop. We then meet Apollo Creed. He's the champ. Charismatic and handsome, he needs a new opponent. He wants an underdog, someone to embody the American dream. After all, this is the Bicentennial. Not anyone good, but someone marketable. He finds Rocky in a list and loves the name, the Italian Stallion. Apollo's mind is set. This is the fight. Polly and Adrian share a house. It's Thanksgiving. Rocky comes over for a date with Adrian. Polly and Adrian fight, but Rocky sues Adrian and they go ice skating. It's terribly awkward, but they seem to really like each other. Later, in a very painful scene, Rocky kisses Adrian. (laughs) The next day... Rocky goes to the gym and finds out the promoter is looking for him for sparring partners for Creed. Rocky and Mick have it out, and Mick calls Rocky a waste of a life and a bum. Rocky goes to the promoter to find out that Creed doesn't want a sparring partner, but a challenger for the belt on New Year's Day. This hits the news, and all of a sudden, everyone is Rocky's friend. Even Mickey comes, hat and literally in hand, wanting to train Rocky. Rocky's hurt, but he knows he needs Mickey's help. The next morning, Rocky is up before dawn. He's training, drinking eggs, and running. He tries to make it up the stairs at the Philly Museum of Art, but he just can't make it. Rocky sees Polly at the meat packaging plant, and they argue about Adrian. Rocky is sticking up for her, and her cow gets so... And her cow gets so mad. (laughs) I saw cow underneath it. (laughs) How many cows does she have? She is a pet store owner, or employee. I don't think any of the cages there are big enough to fit that cow. Uh, apparently, they don't need much of a cage at that pet shop. You see what they put Buttkiss in? Poor Buttkiss. Poor Buttkiss. I mean, Rocky's apartment isn't much bigger. No. <laughs> Rocky sees Polly at the meat packaging plant, and they argue about Adrian. Rocky is sticking up for her and gets so mad, he starts punching the poor dead cows. We get to see Adrian nursing Rocky, and the two are falling in love. Polly gets Rocky on the news, showing his training method with the beef. A few days later, Polly comes home drunk. Polly and Adrian argue about who owes who. Polly claims he never got married because of her. <laughs> I doubt that's the that, that could be the most dubious statement in the history of film. <laughs> Adrian claims she's taken care of Polly all along. Adrian leaves on bad terms to stay with Rocky. Then it comes, the great scene that changed cinema, the training montage. Rocky's getting better, the music rises, he runs, he jumps, he climbs all the stairs, and we believe he can do anything. The night before the fight, Rocky's scared. He just wants to go the distance. No one has ever lasted with Creed for a whole fight. The next day, tension builds as we see the fighters get ready. Rocky looks good. 
He gets an early knockdown. Then Creed hits back. The fight is brutal. It goes back and forth until both fighters are so tired they can hardly stand. The last round, the crowd is all for Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. Rocky. There's a flurry of punches, then the bell rings. Rocky made it. He lasted 15 rounds. The fighters embrace. Ain't gonna be no rematch. (laughs) Apollo utters with what strength he has left. The ring is a circus. Everyone wants a piece of this new sensation. Rocky only has one thing on his mind. Adrian! She runs and meets him in the ring. He didn't win the fight, but he won. He found love and self-respect. All right, AFI 100. The original list, Rocky was number 78. And in the 10th anniversary edition, it jumped all the way up to 57. There can't be better. 56 better movies than Rocky. Well, <laughs> we'll see. Why? Because there probably are, but... It's probably not. Just continue. Oh, okay. It's the number four most inspiring film of all time. Number one most inspiring film of all time. The number seven hero. Number one hero. The number 58 song. Number one song. The number 80 quote. Yo, Adrian. Okay. (laughs) You've seen Casablanca. Yeah. There's no way you're going to say that's better than anything from that. Okay. The 52 most thrilling movie. Number one most thrilling movie. (laughs) So, besides tentacles, well, yeah, okay. If you haven't seen tentacles, go back and listen to our episode on tentacles. That's a lot of AFI lists for one movie, more than any movie I think we've done to date, except Gone with the Wind. Not enough, not enough. Mm-hmm. All right, well, in the Oscar categories, it did quite well, it won for best picture, it won for best director. And it won for film editing. Should have won for best song, too. <laughs> Wait till we get there. It was nominated for Sylvester Sloan for lead actor, Talia Shire for lead actress, Burgess Meredith and Burt Young both for supporting actor, original screenplay by... Sylvester Sloan. Right. Best sound, and it was nominated for best music song. Should have do you not like Evergreen by Barbara Streisand? Not anymore. <laughs> I wonder if the microphone is picking up your teeth grinding. <laughs> <sighs> I'm so glad I played that song for you. <laughs> so, earmuffs. We got some salty language. S W H G D, etc. The, movie, the DVD had way more curse words than the one that we watched on TV. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's what they do when they play on TV. They cut out some of the language. But there's also one uh, very dated racial epithet. Um, not too much in the salty language. If you watch it on TV, you can cut all that out and not really miss anything. There's lots of drinking and smoking, and there is a young teen smoking her. She's even a preteen, and she's a tween. Is Marie 12? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's uh, some very brutal, bloody fighting. Well, <laughs> pretend fighting. All right, so who's the hero of the movie? Rocky. Rocky. You sure? Yes. All right, well, let's get into that. Was Rocky really a good guy? Yes, he was a good guy. We're not even going to go into this. <laughs> oh, no, we are. Did Rocky... 
beat people up for money? No. We've never actually seen him beat somebody up for money. We beat up Spider Rico for money. Apollo and Spider-Rico. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that was his job, was to beat people up for money. But he never actually did. He didn't actually break the guy's thumb, even though he was $70 short. But he was supposed to. But he didn't, because he has a good heart. Yeah, but next time, you got to do what I say, Rock. <laughs> what else did he do that wasn't very good? He, like, traps Adrian in his house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I... That was a little creepy. He, creepy. He was even beyond a little creepy. He used an inappropriate amount of force to share his affection with Adrian. Let's just put it that way. And he had a knife in his mattress. What? He had a knife. Wasn't there, like, a mattress in his house, and then there was a knife oh! in it? <laughs> <laughs> he had wrapped a mattress around around the pole in the middle of his apartment to use to punch. Not like he had it under his bed. <laughs> uh, that would be scary. Yeah. My Fair Katie is brought to you by... Broad Street Turtle Food. Now with more flies. Do the moths get caught in your turtle's throat? All the time. Do your turtles like flies? Yes, of course. What could possibly make turtle food better? More flies and less moss. So stop shell-shocking your turtle and get some Broad Street turtle food now with... More flies and less moss. At your local pet store. It's time for Daddy Don't Know. So what don't I know this week? A lot. Okay. About Rocky. Yeah. The first one is, the studio wanted to have James Kahn. James Kahn. Burt Reynolds. Uh-huh. You know, he went to FSU. <laughs> Go ahead. Or Ryan O'Neal to play Rocky. Oh. <sighs> James Kahn was way too big. He was Sonny Corleone. I don't know who that is. I know, but you will. I promise. We will watch The Godfather when I think it's appropriate. Adrian was in The Godfather. Was she a shy person in The Godfather too? No. Oh. But she was the director's sister, so I'm not saying that's why she got the part, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, Burt Reynolds, way too cheeky for this role. Cheeky. Yeah, he was always kind of like, not literally winking at the camera, but like he was never into the role. He was always Burt Reynolds. Hmm. You know? Rocky, Rocky. Yeah, but I mean, it's fine if you're watching a Burt Reynolds movie to to be Burt Reynolds, but this is right. You're It's Rocky. It's not Burt Reynolds. I and did. Ryan O'Neal, he's definitely not gritty enough. He did a boxing movie shortly after this with Barbara Streisand, who sang the song that you hate, Evergreen. I don't want to talk the, about that anymore, please. It's called The Main Event, and it was a comedy, and that's where Ryan O'Neill belongs. No offense to Ryan O'Neill, Mr. O'Neill. We'd love to have you as a guest on the podcast. <laughs> but none of them would have been good in Rocky. It's great that it was an unknown, although it wasn't Rocky's first movie, was it? No, he was in Lords of Flatbush. What else don't I know? 
Susan Sarandon was almost cast as Adrian, but the producers and Sylvester Stallone said that she was too pretty. Okay. Stallone and Carl Weathers rehearsed the fight for four weeks. Four weeks? That's like Matrix-type stuff. That's a lot of training. In the scene where Adrian and Rocky went to the skating rink, they actually went after hours in real life because of budgeting. So they didn't have to shut it down? Yeah. <laughs> Did they just pay 10 bucks for it? <laughs> you know, maybe we talk about this later, but Rocky got 50 bucks to take her out on a date, and all he took her was to the ice skating rink. And to and- food. What food? They went to go eat. What did they eat? I don't know, but they just went to go eat. I How do you know they that. went to go eat? Because they said something about it. Well, do you think he spent 40 bucks on it? Because he got 50 bucks from Gazo, and he spent 10 bucks at the ice skating rink. So he had $40 to play with. He shouldn't have been so cheap with the $10. It was Thanksgiving. The guy wanted to go home to his family. Maybe he got her a hat. <laughs> Maybe that's where that hat comes from. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> what else you got? Charlie Chaplin and Elvis Presley, it was almost like their favorite movies. They both loved it. So you have something in common with Elvis. Yeah. This one's my favorite one. Rocky's famous run lasted for 30.61 miles. So he ran over a marathon every day. That's pretty impressive. That's how he got to go the distance. Because he ran a lot. So what is that? You're tracking like if you went from this place to this place to this place in Philadelphia yeah. from the montage? Yeah. Huh. That's a long way. Yeah. It was Budkiss. worth it, though. Budkiss had to run that much every single day. And then... He, he needed after all those years in that tiny cage. And then he was probably tied up outside smelling meat after the run because Rocky went into the meat place where Polly worked. So he had to sit outside and probably smell the meat. Rocky wasn't a good owner to Budkiss. Ooh. No, I'm just kidding. He was evil. I take it back. No. No, I take it back. No, bad guy. No, he loved his turtles and his fish. Mm, Bad guy. No, don't do this. Don't, 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 don't. He punched his turtles. It was a joke. Was it? Yeah. Because nobody laughed when he said it. (laughs) Nobody laughs when Rocky says stuff. (laughs) Because they're afraid of him because he's going to break your thumbs. He's not going to break anybody's thumbs. Well, if I had to borrow money, I'd borrow from Rocky because I'm pretty sure I wouldn't get hurt if I didn't pay it back. Because he's not only... Oh, okay, fine then. If he's a good guy, he'd be doing his job. He wasn't even doing his job. That's because he was too nice to. So if you're not doing your job and you're taking a paycheck, do you know what that's called? Fraud. Stealing. It's not called stealing. Yeah, it is. Maybe. So he's a thief. He's not a thief. So what did he do to make up for it? Can we not talk about this anymore? Well, what did he do to redeem himself then? He helped Marie. He we tried. At, I'll well, give him credit for trying. He went outside when there was like um, a drunk guy outside of the bar. He brought him inside. He's nice yeah. to Adrian, even though nobody else is. Okay. He, he sticks up to his like best friend to say that to like stick up for Adrian. Those are all valid points. I want one other and downside. Wait. No. Wait, no, you can use it to offset what I'm about to say. Fine. His best friend is Polly. How good of a person can he be? 
He's nice to pets. <laughs> okay, then. <clears throat> Except Butkus, because you just said No, that. I was kidding. I was kidding about that. He probably gave Butkus some meat, because <laughs> Butkus is the best. <sighs> Fine. Anything else? I don't else? know why you're laughing. Anything else? No. Okay. All right, just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you have to be a bad guy. Who was the bad guy in the movie? Apollo. Apollo? Mm-hmm. Was he really that bad? No, it's just that he was the antagonist. What were his motivations? To win. And? Keep the heavyweight champion. <laughs> yeah, but he wanted more than to be the heavyweight champ. He wanted to put on a show. Yeah, he, it's all about him. He was a bit narcissistic. Yeah. I mean, he really put on a show, a look at me type of show. Not as much as in the fourth movie. <laughs> yeah, no, not nearly as much. <laughs> not nearly as much as that. That's gold. That is 80s <laughs> gold. It doesn't get any better than that. Yes, it does, because Apollo dies. I meant that's... Okay, fine. <laughs> so what choices would you make differently if you were Apollo Creed? I would have focused more and trained harder. Because he didn't train at all, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> you would have trained like he trained Rocky in Rocky Three. Yeah. Yeah. Get back to the to his roots. Yeah. Get back that. I had the tiger. Yeah. Yeah. No, Apollo Creed is like the best bad guy. Yeah. Ever, both from a entertaining standpoint and like he's not bad at all. No, he's not that bad. No, he's not evil. He's not. And he's even nice to Rocky at the end, kind of. He's not one of those kids from Terhune. What's that? Oh, don't say what's that. What's Terhune? That's the rival high school in Hoosiers. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, those guys are jerks. <laughs> Hate Terhune. What's the setting of the movie? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. So, how important was the setting to the story? Very important. Why was it important? Because that's where like America was made, and it's the bicentennial. And it's about the American dream and, like, an underdog getting its chance. Yeah, I think it's a great setting. And the city itself plays a role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got the museum, and, like, when you go up the steps and you see the whole city. And all, like, the gritty neighborhoods. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think you could have done it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. This wouldn't have worked in New York City, would it? No. No. Even though New York City was once a capital of the United States. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have worked in Washington, D.C. either, right? No. So can you see Rocky running up the Lincoln Memorial steps where <laughs> Martin Luther King gave his speech? It would seem almost inappropriate. Yeah. Except now you can run up the real Rocky steps because there's a statue there of Rocky. Craft work. What do you think of the filming, the cinematography? I thought it was all amazing. <laughs> Just perfect? Yes. Let me tell you my favorite scene from a cinematography standpoint was the opening scene where it starts off where you see the window in the church and it slowly pans down, and it but it settles below the ring level. So it's like you're looking up from one of the audience because there's only like 12 people there at the fight. So you don't have views from a big stadium. You have views from, from down here with just some guy in a cigarette who bet five bucks on this fight, and that five bucks means a lot to him. That's who's watching this fight in a church with Jesus looking over top of this violence and gambling. and So I, I really loved that opening scene. I thought that was great. How about you? 
the best shot in the movie was where Rocky like just finished climbing up the stairs and he's at the top and it's like the last scene in the montage and he's jumping up and down like his arms up and like the uh-huh. camera like pans around him. I think it was great because like you could see the whole city and then you can also see the museum and then like you could see Rocky. And you can also see that Rocky's the only person up. There's like nobody on the streets and he just ran like 30 miles or right. 15 miles. <laughs> right. And he's still up before everybody. Yeah. It's true. It's true. That's a great way to think about it. If he got up at like 4 a.m., right? Did mm-hmm. he get up at 4? I think so. How quickly did it? It take him to run the mile, 15 miles. Well, it probably didn't get light until but people 7 have, o'clock. But people have jobs and stuff. Because it was, what, December? Yeah. Like, people do have jobs. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was a weekend in that last scene. Even more so. People go all the way about. What? People, like, go <laughs> places. No, not at 7 in the morning on a Saturday. <laughs> Oh, yeah. How about the music? What would you think of that? The best music in movie history? It is some of the best music in movie history, without a doubt. Obviously, Gonna Fly Now. The score itself is great. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I changed about the score is that in the beginning you hear the theme song. Over the title? Yeah, I don't really like that. Yeah, it does. It, it like, it the moment when the montage is, like, it's still perfect, but I feel like it would have been stronger if you didn't hear it until then. Because it was also really loud. Yeah. It should have been. If they were going to do it, they should have made it really quiet so you can barely hear it. And then it it goes quiet music wise for a long time. Yeah. Like you don't hear music again in the movie hardly at all for quite a while. We watched it one time in the car when I was driving. Or, sorry. Which you watched it one time in the car when I was driving. And I didn't realize how quiet the music was until I'm just listening and you don't hear the music going on. How about the special effects? What do you think of the special effects? The makeup was really good. <laughs> makeup effects, yeah. That was like all the special effects. The we don't have to talk about the fighting. <laughs> the choreography. Let me ask you this: So he drinks the eggs. You see him. He cracks them open. He puts it in. He drinks. He puts down an empty cup. If they did that movie now, with the risk of salmonella, do you think he'd actually be drinking real eggs? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's. It probably doesn't taste as bad as you think, but it's really hard to force yourself to drink an egg. I'm sure. Have you ever done it? I tried. (laughs) Well, you're a real Rocky fan. I mean, at least you tried. Yeah. Yeah. Only a real fan would even try. (laughs) Don't tell your mom you tried. She was there. Can't believe she let you do that. You... (laughs) What is wrong with your mother? (laughs) How about the costume design? I loved Adrian's hats. (laughs) Rocky. (laughs) What about about Rocky's uh, cut-off sweatpants? (laughs) Those were classic. He only had like two outfits the whole movie. He had a sweat outfit and his like work outfit. I also liked the turtle shells. (laughs) (laughs) Turtles were looking sharp in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Or how about the editing? I wish it was longer. You wish the movie was longer? Yeah. You just want to see more? Yeah. I thought it was like a good amount, though. It was actually perfect. But they invented the montage. And that's all editing. That's fantastic. Yeah. Right? Yes. 
I mean, it won the Oscar for Best Editing. Imagine so. how hard it is to edit stuff. Like, I can't even imagine how hard it is. But actually, I feel like podcasts are pretty easy to edit because all you have to do <laughs> is, like, really nothing. And I feel like anybody can edit podcasts. Like, I'm sure I could edit this podcast if I wanted to. I just don't really feel like it, you know? There are never any mistakes. We just cruise through. No. We just finish it, snip, publish. Yeah. That's right. The music, and we also have a drummer in here, so we didn't even clip that in. <laughs> Marty sits right over there behind behind your mom's dress. <laughs> in our new studio. Studio 38, I call it. We downsized a little bit, though. Just a little bit. <laughs> the studio's smaller. Yeah. But the sound's better. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I'll find out if I ever get around to editing this. Nitpicking. None. This movie is perfect. I don't even want to hear it. Please, <laughs> please don't start. <laughs> please don't do it. No. Come on. <laughs> I, only, I got one. I got to do one. Come on. Fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, in the beginning, Rocky gets paid and Spider gets paid. Rocky gets more money because he gets the winner's share. $65. You take out the towel and the other fees and then 7% and it comes out to $40.55 but the guy only gives Rocky $40.45 Rocky gets cheated a dime and you say oh well that doesn't sound like a lot but have you seen how Rocky lived do you think he could have used a dime he got it he could have gotten a new bouncy ball <laughs> that's right <laughs> he could have gotten a new bouncy ball or he could have made a phone call which he didn't have a phone so he had to use a pay phone for every call Remember, because he got rid of the phone. Too many calls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's calling Rocky? Nobody. That was the joke. Nobody's calling Rocky. I hope that was worth it, because I have to hear that every single time we watch the movie. Every single time. I'll never mention it again. No, I'm just kidding. No. No, I'm, I'm just Never kidding. gonna mention it again. No, I was kidding. No, I promise. I was kidding. Do you really want me to mention it again, or do you just want to take your victory? <laughs> All right, then. All right, unanswered questions. How long does it take Rocky to eat an apple? <laughs> I don't know. Why do you ask? Because when he was watching himself on TV, he was eating an apple with a knife. And not just, like, normally, like, cutting up an apple, you know, and, like, eating the slices. No, he would, like, hold his apple and then cut off, like, the tiniest bit. You could see through the apple. That's how thin it was. <laughs> Did he get a Ginsu knife? Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> there were commercials back in the 80s for these knives that could cut tomatoes so thin you could see through them, which I don't think that's a big deal. But they could, And then they could cut a can. It doesn't matter. Any other unanswered questions? No, because there's like a bajillion movies after this. <laughs> they fill in all the unanswered questions, right? All right, big picture. So what's the meaning of this movie? What's the message? It's not about winning, it's about gaining self-respect and going the distance, <laughs> like in Hercules. Hercules. You want to drop a Hercules <laughs> into the greatest movie of all time. You're going to drop a Hercules <laughs> reference. I feel like I belong. Please cut that out. No, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> cannot do it. Because remember, I don't edit these podcasts. Oh, right. Yeah. So does this have the same meaning today? I'm so sorry. I did not mean to compare Hercules with Rocky. That was not right of me. And you didn't compare. It's okay. Okay. 
So does the movie have the same meaning today? Yeah. Is it still important to have self-respect? Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) (laughs) So overall in cinema history? Number one. Number one. Yes. Ahead of Casablanca. Yes. Ahead of Gone with the Wind. Yes. Ahead of Citizen Kane. I don't even know what that is, so yes. (sighs) All right, we'll get there. And then Katie goes to the Odessa Steps Award for the best scene. My nominees, I got the opening fight, because I really like the cinematography in that one. I know which one I'm picking, so you don't really have to read. I got the first montage, which is with the egg drinking, and the struggling, and the pain, and, you know, in some ways, that shows more of what Rocky's about, because it shows Rocky struggling and still pushing. Then the second montage, which shows the results of all that struggle, and then my fourth nominee is the end the final round the end scene with the craziness in the ring and adrian any nominees from you no and the katie goes to the second montage of course that's like the best scene in movie history. it's one of the best scenes in movie history I not can't. one of the best movie scenes it's the best movie scene have you seen battleship potemkin yes i have have you <laughs> yeah have you yeah because this award's named after a scene in Battleship Potemkin. It should be called the Rocky scene. <laughs> but, well, I'm not changing the name. Okay. Wait, what's the name of this? The Odessa Steps Award. So in Battleship Potemkin. That is. Alright. This goes to eleven, the award for the most over the top moment. So I got three nominees for this one. I got Polly yelling at Adrian. I got Rocky punching the beef. And I've got Rocky yelling at Mick. I don't think they're terribly over the top, but that's all I got. What do you got? Anything? I understand Rocky like yelling at Mick because like a couple of days ago Rocky was nothing to Mick, so that one's not over the top. And Polly's a jerk. So I don't really I understand the fight <laughs> between Rocky and Adrian. So, um, the kitty goes to Rocky punching the meat. Okay. The Thomas Mitchell Award, the award for the most delicious side. I've got three nominees. I got the fight promoter. I love his voice. I think he's fantastic. I can listen to him all day. I got Spider Rico, the guy who loses the fight because he headbutted Rocky and then has the audacity to say, You got lucky. (laughs) You got lucky. And then I've got Marie. I have a nominee. And what's your nominee? Butkus. Butkus. Butkus is so underrated. Uh-huh. He did all the training that Rocky did, most of it. He did all the running, which is the hard part. And what What did he get out of that? Nothing but a bigger home. That's it. Marginally bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Marginally bigger. And a couple friends who... Aren't even good friends. Let's be real here. They probably don't even talk to him. His friends. So like, Rocky is a bad pet owner. No, I mean his friends like um, the turtle and Moby Dick. Oh yeah, yeah. His pet so, friends. The kitty goes to Budkiss. Okay, fair enough. I'm not going to argue with that. That's well thought out. Yes, I know. All right. I've been thinking about it all day. <laughs> it's the pictures that got small award for the best quote. It's pretty good ones. I've got you, Adrian. I've got. You gotta eat lightning and you gotta crop thunder. I've got. Yeah, to you it's Thanksgiving. To me it's Thursday. Ain't gonna be no rematch. 
Cut me, Mick. And my personal favorite, which most people won't appreciate, where's your hat? (laughs) (laughs) The first thing he says to Adrian in the ring, after calling for Adrian, Adrian, she fights her way through the crowd, climbs into the ring, and he says, Where's your hat? Where's your hat? <laughs> you got any nominees? No, that one's my favorite too. <laughs> no, come on. Um, the Mick one. The Mick one? Yeah. Do you want me to say it again? Yeah. Because you don't want to say the C word. No. That's not the C word, but it's a C word. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to eat lightning and you're going to crop thunder. It's not my best, but. As a man once said. <laughs> As a man once said. What man? What man said that? Not a wise man, even just a man, as a man once said. Maybe he wasn't wise. That's why Mick knows him, because like maybe he was a boxer. <laughs> what? I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, you're right. It's true. It's, I'm laughing because it's true. Okay, I thought you were laughing at me because no. I was just about to say. Even Rocky admits that boxers aren't the smartest people out <laughs> no, there. They're not. <laughs> they're not. That's why Rocky can't be truly evil because he's pretty dim. You gotta be smart to be evil. If you've ever watched a Bond movie, you would know that. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Who wins the movie? Wait, I'll. Normally we'd have nominees, but really it's either. Oh, I know it. America. America. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. America wins. Okay, why does America win? Because they found hope because of Rocky. Because all of the Americans, like, down on their luck, they they realized that, oh, wait, no, Rocky had a chance. Maybe I might get a chance one day. So if they were going to quit their job that day because they, they're not getting enough money or something, maybe they decided to stick with that. And maybe now they're the CEO of the company. You never know. <laughs> I was going to say Sylvester Stallone, but... I can't argue with America. Basic. I'm just kidding. You're not basic. I was kidding. Right. New category for our sports movies. Half a dozen eggs. So zero to ten. So zero to ten. Best montage. Shouldn't it be zero to twelve? Because there's twelve. And a dozen. And that's how you buy eggs. Okay. I think you only put six in the cup, but we can do zero to 12. That's fine. It's just a, it's only 10 because we have 10 fingers, but Antonio Alfonseca has 12 fingers. We'll go with that. 12. So zero to 12. First montage. We got two montages. That one I'm going to give a 12. Full 12. First montage. Yes. Okay. Second montage. 15. I don't think you understand how scales No. <laughs> it gets three bonus points because a lot of other movies decided, oh, that's a good idea. We're going to use some <laughs> too. So because they, Rocky was the OG, we'll give him three more points. The OG. Yeah. Okay. So 15. Well, he wasn't the OG. I mean, he worked for another Gazzo. Anyway, want to have a catch. Zero to ten, cryability. Ten because Butkus had a small cage before Rocky. No, oh, come on. Seriously, you can't give us a ten. Where are you going to go when we actually do feel the dream? Stop. <laughs> what do you think? Zero to ten. A three. A three? Yeah. Even when Rocky's like pouring his heart out 
and Adrian's in bed, and he's like, I just want to go the distance. No one's ever gone the distance. I don't think Adrian was listening to him. (laughs) (laughs) I bet she was asleep. (sighs) It was one of those where you wake somebody up and they pretend like they're listening, but they really don't remember anything you said. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that mommy does that when I wake her up at like 4 a.m. to ask her a question. Yeah, that's a good idea to wake your mom up at 4 a.m. You know who suffers when you do that? (laughs) Me. She jumps every single time. And I try to be like... And then she's like, oh my god. Well, yeah, because it's four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, but she should be used to it by now. Yeah. <laughs> Can you cut that part out, no. please? Please. No, I don't cut out anything because oh, right. well, I don't edit these. All right, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Should this movie be remade? It already has. Creed. Yeah, kind of, yeah. So. No. So it could be remade, but should it be remade? No, because it's perfect in every way (laughs) all right so i'm guessing you wouldn't make any changes to the story no and you wouldn't replace rocky with anybody no not even chris pratt no tom holland stop (laughs) i don't like tom holland i'm just asking he's an actor he's a young actor he could play a boxer He's too small. Very, he's too, he's a too skinny. Flyweight to actor. <laughs> Again, if Tom Holland wants to come on the podcast, love to have him as a guest. All right, that's a wrap. Brief takeaways from the movie. I'm gonna I'd, go first because it's my favorite movie. Fine, you can go first, but I'm just gonna overdo you, so you can go first. I like the movie. It's your turn. Okay. This is my favorite movie of all time, and it's the number one movie. And if you haven't watched it, you need to watch it right now. Like, literally, don't even listen to the rest of the podcast. Just go watch Rocky. But I'm sure you probably have because it's the best movie of all time. So um, you should also watch it, too, because it has a great message and a great actor. Of course, they've already listened to the podcast at this point. Doesn't matter. You can still watch it. Do you want to go watch Rocky right now? (laughs) Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> All right. Say that's a wrap, Katie. That's a wrap, Katie. This episode of My Fair Katie was written and produced by Scott and Katie Schimmick. A special thanks for our music to Marty Chardy Esquire, the best IP lawyer on this side of the Hudson. <laughs> <laughs>